0: Oh, Evie. Yeah, I'm here, I'm totally (laughs) here. It's not going to get edited, by the way. Um, Right, I'm with Nicola and Evie for my podcast, um, two of my best friends, and they're both teaching assistants. Um, We're going to talk about what it's like for them being a teaching assistant. Um, I can have a little bit of say on this as well because i did like three weeks but well it's just three more yeah it was very brief but um but anyway um yeah so thanks again girls for coming along um obviously we, we could have done oh, that's okay. a person, but because of the coronavirus we can't uh so i had to zoom you too um so um First
1: question: What got you into being a teaching assistant? Ooh. What was the inspiration? Uh, do you want to go first, Evie? Um, yeah, I'll go first. That's fine. Um, so <laughs> I think for me, it was probably a mixture of things. Um, so I've always done um, swimming teaching, so that was sort of I had a sort of slight teaching background. Um, but that was obviously mostly focused in the swimming pool to do with swimming and from my personal background of being a swimmer. Um, so then, but that sort of teaching and being a teacher and working with children. So I always had that, um, interest and influence. Um, and then, um, I went to, I was I needed a job. So I was looking for a new job and I went to my school that I work at now and had, um, sort of trial and introduction and that's because my sister worked there. Yeah. So she said, you know, why don't you come and see what my school does and then you can see if you'd like to work there. So I went for two sort of visit days and uh, a little trial to see if I liked it. And then I um, applied for some hours and uh, yeah, do time work. So uh, that was over a year ago.
2: Yeah, I think we we started at quite kind of a similar time, um, Mm. me and Evie. Evie started before me um, because I I was talking to Evie and someone else I know who's a teaching assistant and um, they were just like talking about it and then I just thought, oh, maybe maybe I'll get into it. It sounds quite cool. Um, And because in the future, I was thinking of getting into teaching um, so I thought the best, the best way to get some more experience would be to be a teaching assistant before I commit to doing a teacher training course.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: that is what I did. So I applied, um, and luckily I already had some experience with children cause I'd, uh, worked as a nanny before. So, um, did that, and um, yeah, luckily got the job and I've been there for about, I, th- I think I've been there for about a year, but, um. But yeah, so that that's how I did it.
0: So I remember you were a nanny before that, so obviously you had your experience with some children as well,
2: didn't you? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I think that really helped. Like in my interview, I think when I told them that, they were like uh, really pleased because I'd worked with them um, like three children, and they were like different ages. So I think that definitely helped. Um, so yeah, perfect. Um, yeah. My
0: second question is, what's well, two really, um, together. What years do you both help in and how many at a time? Is it like big or smaller groups? Or does it depend on the teacher telling you where to...
2: What, um... so, so I work, so last year I was in a year five class, last academic year um, and this year, I've gone to the complete opposite end of the school, and I'm I've been in early years, um, and I also help in year one, so I work with a lot of younger children. Um, but at the same time, I, um, I'm quite flexible, so if if they need me anywhere else, ever, like if someone's off ill, then I'll like move. Um, but I tend to mainly stay in early years because uh, it's really different from the rest of the school. So like I yeah. think once you've learned the way of the way that they learn, um, it's quite helpful for you to be there because it's like it's so different from the rest of the school. Um, and the other part of the question, I tend to work with. Uh, it's it's really weird. Like I think being in early years is very different from the rest of the school because um, I tend to work. The children do a lot of um, child led learning, which I is remember because
0: like, I was in an early years. Yeah. So I- and it's very basic stuff, isn't it? And there's lots of playtime. Yeah, well. they're so, so noisy. More, little, yeah. oh my god! Oh, bless I don't miss that. Yeah, and grabby. Yes, yeah, so they grab they... a lot, don't they? From behind, and you're like, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a little <laughs> someone grabbing you. I don't miss
2: that. <laughs> they're so cute. They do. They lead a lot of like what they want to do, um, and then we have structured lessons. So sometimes in the structured lessons, I like to take children off in certain groups um different children off I sometimes do one to work one work with children um it's basically all different if they're all working on a sheet at the same time then I'll just like dot around and help whoever needs help so it is really a bit of a mixture to be honest what about you Evie um so
1: last year when I joined the last academic year I was with year Eights. um so I was a bit when I first joined, I, was, I thought I was going to be down with the little ones, but um, I got put in year eight, so I was a little bit, oh my goodness, this is going to be really hard. Um, but it was it was really good. And then this year I've been in year seven, so a similar age, They're, um, you know, 11 and 12. Um, we only have 10 students in our class and three members of staff, so it's quite a good number. Um, we used to have more staff, but we had to space out. So it's the same sort of thing. Like if a different class needs more staff, then you can go over and help. Um, so yeah, the year sevens. Um, God, I feel like I haven't seen them in ages. I haven't been there. Uh, none of them have been in. Um, yes, yeah, so we we have quite structured days, quite structured lessons, um, and yeah, we do me and my team, my staff team sort of work together and we just sort of rotate so that we're always helping all of the children. It's just sometimes some children will need one-to-one support with certain things. And and sometimes you can just sort of sit on the table and help a few children at the same time. It's sort it's of let them know it's work. School as
0: well, isn't it? So the hmm? class because um I remember when I was at my school, it was a special school, the classes are like the I remember going from a class of thirty at my primary school to, like, a class of 13 at my, my secondary school. Mm-hmm. And um, so the classes are smaller, so you're more likely to get more help, aren't And I guess yeah. you know, that's the same at your school.
1: Yeah, so I think probably, like, 12, 12, 13, 14 might be the maximum you get in a class, but most classes are around 10, which I think is good. Um I think my one was I remember my year seven class being like class of
0: 13 so going from 30 anyway that was the big difference Mm. and number three so you being at a special school what's that experience like I guess compared to um like going um like working with different different types of children that need like learning that have learning difficulties what's that experience for you in particular, like Evie?
1: Um, so I think I don't have much to compare it to because I've never worked in a mainstream school um, but I think it's nice in our school that everybody is so different. Um, it's almost like everyone's so different, so everyone is normal, rather than going to mainstream and having a few children in the class or maybe one child that um, has a learning difficulty and they're sort of the odd one out, or they might feel that way. When you come to our school, you know, everybody needs help, everyone's got their own needs, so everyone is the same in that way, which I think is quite nice. Um, but that school sort of provides that environment that it's, you know, you're not, you're not the odd one out we're all the same here we all everybody struggles but everybody does really well as well yeah
0: I mean.
1: <clears throat>
0: and then with nicola you're working at um a non-special school was is it, would you say that it's like a mainstream a typical mainstream school one, your one you work
2: at? yeah yeah so my mine is uh class a mainstream school um but obviously it Obviously it's completely different to EVs, but, um, you know, we still, you still have to adapt so much because every child is so different. So even, um, in a mainstream school, you have all these children, all these different children with different, uh, needs. They've got different, um, you know, backgrounds. Um, some of them don't have English as their first language. There's like all sorts of things going on. So, um, I don't have anything different to compare it to like do, but yeah I'd say it's just very it. the similarity that we have is that it, everyone is different um like you just try and support them in the best way possible yeah and what are the
0: classes like so are they big at your school or smaller at or? my school
2: yeah, yeah very big very big compared to EB, so they're just like normal normal capacity uh so like maximum of 30 children I'd say yeah so it's always around like it's always around the high 20s mark 30-ish so so yeah so we're a lot busier and obviously um obviously like sometimes that can be quite um Quite busy, it makes you really busy because there's so many different children to sort of attend to in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, keeps you on your toes, it does, but it keeps you busy, which is really good. You're never ever bored, so <laughs> that is really good.
0: Um, so, next question: um, Highs and lows of being a TA, best and worst mm-hmm. part of the job.
2: I think I know actually what I would say the best part and it sounds so cheesy but this is what what the children actually ask me at school. they say why do you like being a teacher assistant and honestly it sounds so cheesy but the best part is just like seeing the kids because they just because they're so different and they're so they just all have like so many different personalities and qualities to bring the best bit is just seeing them because they'll just all no matter what mood you're in when you go in they just always do something or say something that just like makes you laugh like I've gone into into the school before and I've been in such a bad mood in the morning or like really tired um but as soon as I walk in and that you know they see me and they go oh like this like that and it's it makes you feel really nice like it's just it's just so nice like so seeing them and that's one of the best things the other best thing I'd say is definitely um when you see a child making progress like that is really especially if you're working with them like one-to-one sometimes when you see them like have a breakthrough with their learning yeah that is the best part like like I love it so much uh in terms of lows I would say um I think for me sometimes I just feel like again because because there's just so many children with so many different needs some of them yeah sometimes i feel like oh i I wish i could do more um i wish i could like help them less less help well it's just i think it's just because there's like so many children um you you sometimes just think oh you know you want to help all of them all the time but obviously you you can't do that (laughs) that's impossible um and sometimes if a child isn't isn't necessarily making as much progress as you know you expected sometimes you feel like that's your fault and you can feel a bit I do anyway sometimes feel a bit like oh I wish um I wish I could do more I wish I wish I could do something um which can be hard but then at the same time when they do make a breakthrough it's the best feeling but it's it's just so good and it makes it even more rewarding so I would say it is it is um a lot of highs, which is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And with,
0: and yourself, Evie? <clears throat>
1: Um, well, I was definitely going to say about the progress, um, especially working in Year Seven, because a lot we had a lot of new students join with us this year, and so they would have been been in a primary school that was um, mainstream. So they would have gone from thirty children in a class, or maybe they were only doing one to one stuff, and then they've come to an environment where we can help them, and they can actually. Mm-hmm learn all the things that other children are learning and that they're supposed to be learning and just even from like September to Christmas some of them had made so much progress and done so much work that they just couldn't concentrate before they couldn't understand it and they've learned so much because of where they go to school so I think that's like one of the most rewarding things is how well just like when the children do well and you see them come out of their shell because um, a lot of them can be quite shy and anxious and things like that but they, they like settle in and it's really nice to see them enjoying themselves and things like that and I think that's the best. That's the, best. the worst for you? Uh, I think the worst for me has probably been like we do have some difficult students, we do have um, a lot of behaviour stuff um <clears throat> which can be quite stressful to deal with especially if it's like every day if you're having to work with um children with really bad behavior and yeah. that can be quite stressful because you're just trying yeah. to get them to chill out and relax and um enjoy yeah. school and things like that and yeah. you know so that yeah that can be stressful but there's always there's always quite a lot of staff so it's nice to be supported in that way so like everyone is kind of going through the same stress as you and you can sort of share the load that's why I think it's nice that we have enough staff at our school most of the time to like support each other yeah
0: Yeah. and um favorite my next question is favorite um subjects if any need to help and support them do you have any favorite (laughs) subjects that you like enjoy supporting them in particular
1: art yeah <laughs> I love the art lessons I'm always doing I'm always, yeah. oh. I'm always doing like my own drawings and then I've got my my own locker at school and it's full of drawings and things like that because oh. I've just been doing it like, <laughs> <laughs> why have I got all this stuff foundation <laughs> um, uh, yeah. never oh.
0: leaves <laughs> Sorry. foundation never leaves me
2: <sighs> Uh, (laughs) I would say it's it's very different for me because I'm in early years but when I was when I teach the more structured stuff um I would say I love teaching like doing I love reading with the younger children um and like their their phonics and their um reading because Mm -hmm. I think that's where you really see like a big breakthrough and for me like the the fact that they go from starting school and not reading to being able to read is just like amazing so that's probably my favorite thing and then with the older children um probably just anything English like creative writing based I just yeah. I just love doing that with them so yeah. but not maths I really I, it's so funny because I always hated maths when I was at school um and I thought that like obviously now I'm older and going in and like helping as a teacher teacher assistant I always thought oh do you know what um be fine like I, I won't I don't even think there'll be a subject that I don't like um doing and it's so funny because it's still maths it's it's still it's still, yeah. maths I still do, maths obviously like on. I I'm rubbish at maths obviously like you know obviously you know a help and everything but I just still it's just not the one for me yeah. <laughs> Oh, Maths is not. So, good. Yeah.
0: I remember having to explain, repeat myself a few times in the early years. <laughs> like this Play Doh and little exercise with Play Doh and pasta, and spaghetti to make a 3D pyramid and trying to get yeah. two little children to work as a team and they kept getting distracted. And <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh Lord. <laughs> but, oh, bless them. <laughs> yeah two three weeks, and that was enough for me <laughs> uh, it, was all, it was only to help me with this course, which I finished, but you know still don't yes. know the results of, still don't know the results of the past but you know oh. um right. my next question is, would you recommend being a teaching assistant? i know only I know most people do it as a step on to becoming a teacher, probably is that right or?
1: I mean, most people are different. But I, I mean, I'm not. I'm still, There's loads of people from my school who don't want to be teachers. That yeah. the work works for them because their kids go to school and then they can come on. Okay.
2: Yeah, so it's so good for that, I think. Um, and
1: then go home from our school day and go and get their kids and, or whatever. So I think it works quite well with that. I think there's a lot of people that aren't necessarily there because they want to be a teacher-teacher. Yeah. yeah. Much, but yeah. also good, it is a good stepping stone To Do I want to do this? I
2: think, yeah. I think what's good as well is like if you're keen to help and support people, um, but you can kind of, the good thing about it is that you can kind of leave it at work more whereas I think obviously when you're a teacher and you have the next step up you have a lot more responsibility and uh, you have like a yeah a lot more work to do uh out of school hours so yeah. if you are keen to work in a school but you're not sure if you're ready or if if you you know you don't want that amount of other work to do then definitely I think it's it's a really um cool thing to do
0: mm. and then yeah. um, you wanting to become so like nicola with your teacher training so has that inspired you to want to become a teacher then further on your career like, how yeah, so, assistant.
2: so i actually from working in the primary school even though i love so many things about it um I've actually decided that I would rather teach older children. Yeah. Um, but the main reason for that is because I want to specialise in teaching art now. Oh, and obviously at primary amazing. school. Yeah,
0: amazing art. So obviously
2: at, obviously at primary school, it's a lot more general, the subjects. are so you teach every subject. Um. Yeah. So it's nothing
0: what like... what Holly does. Holly's in um a secondary school, I think. Well,
2: it's yeah.
0: 11 to like
2: 13 or something so yeah so I think I went, in, I went into it and I think I've, I was thinking I don't know whether I want to teach older or if I want to teach primary um and I'm so glad that I did it though because if if I hadn't have done it I would never know and yeah. I think it's it's just mainly like yeah just I know that I want to specialize more in a subject so um so I don't think I'm not ruling out forever at all, but at the moment I don't think that I would teach primary. But it's still such a valid experience because it's it's told me that that's not what I want to do right now, um, and it's also told me that um, it's taught it's taught me so much. Like I think that's valid across like all of working in education. Like I think it's like helped me grow so much confidence with like. Yeah. Just man- managing behavior and even like just talking in front of a room of a lot of people because like that's one of the things that you you don't realize before, and then all of a sudden you're in a classroom and you have to teach you, well obviously I don't teach, but um if the teacher has to leave the room or something, then you're in charge of like you know all these children yeah. and you have to talk, talk your, in front of them
0: Has your training been put on hold your kind of step towards being an art teacher so has that all been put on hold then for now it's it's just
2: all very much it's all very much up in the air because of this stuff so i yeah i i can't really say like what's going on with that because like no one knows. it's it's the same as like with every everything that's going on um and you know I, i feel so sorry for the people who are obviously studying who were doing their teacher training or studying this year and they've had to, you know, miss out on like a big chunk of the last part of their their studies. So Mm -hmm. so yeah, I I really don't know to be honest.
0: And with Evie, um what do you plan? Do you want to continue being a teaching assistant or do you want to do something different? Because I know you were talking about to us back in February that you Mm -hmm. were to to do for like a taste a day thing, didn't you? to see Mm. other things you
1: could do Mm. like a trade yes yeah so i'm looking to move away to do something different but it's been because everything's slowed down so much now um i'm still at school i still go in once a week so um i hopefully if everything picks up and then i'll i'm looking to go back to to do some studying to do a course which will probably start in september so i will um, stay at school until the summer holidays, probably, and then um, in September have a little change change of scenery. Yeah, um, but do you think yeah.
0: it helped you in terms of where you want to go next, or? Um,
1: I or? think it, it was like it was good, and it, like Nicola said, it t- teaches you a lot of things and gives you a lot of new skills. Um, Patience, I, I bet. You have to have a lot of patience.
0: Awesome. I yeah, three weeks. No, not <laughs> I'm not patient at all.
1: <laughs> I'm the, last, I'm the <laughs> I'm most you
0: unpatient good. person ever. So.
2: That's why they break up the terms with holidays. Um. Yeah, that is that is really good that you get the breaks. I think you need it. You do you yeah. do need it. You, yeah, that's why you need
1: holidays and stuff. But um I yeah, I think I've I've um I might I might stay um to see if things go back to normal and then I imagine all the classes will be changing in September. So I might stay, but I wouldn't be doing very many days. I'd probably only be doing two days a week. Um but it's something that I need to look into um and just see what happens because it's very it's kind of unclear at the moment yeah. when go back um so we'll
0: see and also just to context if anyone listens to this holly bird is was a friend of ours from foundation just for context yeah
2: yeah I just
0: if i mentioned that name and then people listen to this and be like
2: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's the, the context there she was our friend well i still i'm still in contact with her i did a podcast with her on monday um but yeah, so she was our friend Aww. she's uh, a lovely girl. Now living in London as an artist. <laughs> With two dogs as well. They kept barking in the podcast. So <laughs> but, um Aww. thanks girls. Um this is now the end
2: of the podcast. It's come to
0: an <laughs> um, Thank
2: you. Thank you, Rosanna. You're so good at Knowing like good questions to ask, you're really good at it. (laughs) Um,
0: Thanks, girls. Um, you know how much I love you, and um, yeah, hopefully, we'll be reunited soon. Yeah, Yeah. and we'll do the Zoom on Monday. Yeah,
2: that'll be lovely. Yeah, yeah, girl. See, all right, brilliant. All right, then.
0: I'm gonna end this now because I saw a thing come right. up today. It was running out, so. Um. All right.
2: Speak to you soon
0: then. Thank Bye. You. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.